Hello and welcome to the Embody Your Soul podcast. I am your host, Alexandra Shelley, also known as The Modern Medium. The mission of this podcast is to create a sacred space for us all to tap in and discover how we can connect to our divine self through spiritual connection and best practices. If you are new here, thank you so much for finding me. And if you are a regular listener, thank you so much for coming back to listen in on the beautiful conversations, whether they're by myself, with you, or with a beautiful human. If you haven't already, make sure to give my podcast a follow wherever you love to listen. And please share any episodes that you believe will help someone, will really resonate with someone, with whatever place they're in. If you are looking for different ways to work with me, head to my website at themodernmedium.co where I have private sessions, psychic mediumship, Reiki, I do mentorships, I have a bundle of sessions called Soul Path Sessions, and my soul sister Kayla and I just launched our beautiful nine-week program, Your Magical as Fuck. It starts October 4th. If you have any questions about that, please book a discovery call and we can chat more about it, figure out payment plans if that is needed, and also you can book a discovery call with me if you have any questions about any other services. And I also just started a new client incentive program. If you refer three new guaranteed clients to me, you will get a free 60-minute reading or session of your choice. And if you are interested in, you know, just learning some beautiful channeled messages and lessons, my favorite quotes I've come across, favorite books, practitioner shout outs, business updates. I also have a newsletter that comes out at least once a week, every Friday. And you can subscribe when you scroll down to the bottom of my website. I think that is pretty much about it. And I am really excited to be here and to share these three major shifts I've recently experienced. And I, I'm i a very enthusiastic person. I will preface that. So I get it. If you are really good friends with me or you've been listening to my podcast, have been following me, I'm a very enthusiastic person. So I know some people can be skeptics and be like, is everything the best thing ever? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying to discredit myself, but these three major shifts have honestly changed the game for me. They have absolutely altered my practice, altered the way I view being in the world and energy and faith and trust and surrender. And also, it's just completely grounded me. These practices have grounded me. They have loosened my grip. And for those who don't follow me on Instagram, I wanted to make this a podcast episode. And you guys are so, so important to me. I love coming here and serving you guys on the podcast. And also, you know me, I love to chit chat. And this is a beautiful, beautiful way to kind of dive into these concepts and 
how I came about them and what they mean to me and even these anecdotes and examples of the shifts in my everyday life. So the first one is about energy and protection. I know I, if you have listened to my podcast recently, the last, I would say like few episodes, I have brought this concept up. But these are the three major shifts and this is one of them. And I also kind of wanted to go in order because I'm a nerd, dork. Oh my goodness, I combined dork and nerd. That was funny. Well, I'm just a nerd. And... I also wanted to share this and really emphasize the importance of this for those of you who are just listening to this for the first time. I learned this concept from my Reiki teacher. Her name is Shannon Kassoff. If you are based in Los Angeles or Orange County, run, don't walk, run to her yoga classes at Ecom Pilates and Yoga. It is on, the studio is on PCH. And also she does Reiki level one, two, and three attunements and trainings. And she also has other services as well. She is absolutely incredible. So Shannon was speaking to our class about energy and protection and cleansing my our energy. And you know how gung-ho I am and how essential spiritual hygiene is. And so she was kind of going on about, oh, you know, we get really caught up in this person is toxic, this environment is too much for me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not, I don't want that to discredit that, yeah, some people can be super poopy and some places can be super poopy and some situations can really, really suck. Yes. However, we only feel their energy. We only feel crappy from being in that environment because we have stooped down to that level. We have lowered our vibration and opened ourselves up to allow it in. And really this concept is that we are always protected. We are always, always protected. And think about it. We as humans are communal beings. We want to fit in. We fear abandonment, and that's why it's really hard to go your own way, to think differently, to speak your truth, because not everyone will agree with it. However, when it comes to environments, we're in the environment and we want to fit in. We don't want to stick out. We don't want to look like a freak or feel uncomfortable. So we kind of blend in, and sometimes we don't mean to do that. But it's natural because, again, it's a primal instinct. It could obviously, it's obviously there is a side to this that is very, very crucial when it comes to reading the room. And that's being intuitive. That's really understanding your audience, your environment, your people, like where you're at. Obviously, you're not going to pull down your pants in the middle of a public area. Like, duh. You are a normal person. Hey, we're all a little silly and weird, but you're not going to strip down naked. I don't even know why I'm like explaining this metaphor. This is so odd. But you're not going to 
do something that is completely outlandish. You're going to, or you know what? Hey, a better example is, you know, when you're on the freeway and everyone's kind of driving at the certain speed and I'm more of the slower driver. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to drive. I'm going to like get up to whatever speed. Obviously, I'm not going like above 80, 90. Like I'm not that person. I'll like, okay, I'll just like brush with like 70 or something. Just so we can all, so I can look normal. You don't want the police catching you being like, you're driving too slow or you're driving too fast. You want to drive normally. That kind of like makes sense. I mean, that is like basic modern day things. It's weird to say that driving and driving courtesy is basic modern day stuff. But anyways, however, we forget that it also permeates in so many other ways. It permeates when we are with people one-on-one. It permeates when we are in an environment that is very interactive, very social, very engaging or crowded, whether it's a concert or a store or any kind of environment. And yeah, I used to flip out and come back home and be like, oh my God, I have so many attachments after Whole Foods. Oh my God. And The problem with this, what I'm realizing, is how much blame I was putting on the other people. Like, oh, they attached to me. Like, they clung to me, and now I have to get rid of them. But this concept really, really turns it back on us. What were we doing when it came to opening up our energy and lowering our vibration? It is such a subconscious thing to just want to fit in. And now it's this beautiful, constant, devoted meter within myself where I say, for instance, again, another road example. Say I'm driving and someone does something stupid or I get like really hurt and offended by jerks on the street. And that happens. And I'm like, oh, but then I decide I'm not going to lower my vibration I'm not going to let this ruin my day. I'm not going to open myself up to this. I'm going to stay where I'm at. I'm going to stay in my beautiful, beautiful light because that is actually my true self. That is my being and that is you. We are all beautiful light beams and souls. And once you realize that we are just that, it also has you re- – has you remember that we are also interconnected, that we are all one. We are all of the same makeup, the same light, and we have all come from the cosmos and the stars and Mama Gaia. And it's just a beautiful way to really show compassion towards yourself. Show compassion towards yourself because you're thinking, you know, I just wanted to fit in or that really, really bothered me. But then it shows you what you got to work on. And that's the beautiful thing. There's so, so, so many layers to this concept because not only does it turn it around on you and make it your responsibility to work on your energy and just keep it beautiful and squeaky clean and bright, but also to remember that it is always bright. It is always beautiful. And to know that You always have every single second to start over. You have every single second to remember who you are. And I hope this resonates with you because, again, I 
feel like I used to be always so anxious about calling all my protector guides and, oh my God, I need to protect myself. But then I'm like, wait, what am I doing? And it also has really come from Reiki and understanding that we are all birthed from this great, we are all this great bright light, this universal life force energy. And you kind of know what I'm talking about if you are Reiki attuned, especially uh, Reiki master, because great bright light is like a specific term. And, but really, I would say even in level one, that's where I really, really understood even more how interconnected we are down to the auric field and toric field. It's just absolutely insane. And when you really, really remember that you are this beautiful, great, bright light and you are always protected and you are always guided, your reality is clear and true because you are living in your truth and you are remembering your true self. You are not distorted by anger, by worry, and by all the muck that you have allowed to be attached to you. And again, every single thing that comes to you that is a challenge is meant to come to you. You are meant to work on it. You are meant to grow with it. And don't be mad at it. Something I actually just saw recently, it was a clip on Instagram. It was this entrepreneur personally I've never heard of, and his name is Alex Hormozy. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. And it was a short clip on the podcast, Diary of a CEO. And it went something like this. He said, if you were to make a human and you wanted to really make them resilient and tough, what would you do to make sure they were tough? If you wanted them to be patient, you wouldn't give them a chill life. If you wanted them, again, to be resilient, you wouldn't give them the easy route. And you have to know that in order to embody patience or embody resilience, you need to pay a price. There's a price tag to it. And that was really, really, really powerful. And you need to know, again, that we are remembering that this is a human experience and it's funny because I want to say this is our first time being human, but who I I don't think it is. I know this isn't my first time being human. I know we all have past lives, or maybe this is your first time being human. Regardless, we are from the cosmos. We are from Mama Gaia. We are from many dimensions and realms and stardust. But know that in order to remember and bring yourself back to your true self, It takes work. It takes dedication. It doesn't sometimes happen overnight. And sometimes it does for some people. But know that in order to obtain the embodiment of being grounded, of being protected and supported, you've paid a price. And maybe you've paid enough. You've probably paid a lot. And I'm sure maybe you're listening to this and you're tired. You're like, oh, I'm so done with like, you know, giving my heart out or doubting myself and letting people take advantage of me. But now, no, now that you've learned these beautiful lessons, number one, you are doing better than you think you are. 
And that's even something I need to say to myself. But number two, your truest self is your soul. And your soul is pure and bright and it's you are love. We are love. And if we are all love, then we don't need to be protected from one another because we are all one. We are all just vibrating and operating on different vibrations because a lot of us unfortunately don't know that. But hopefully now you're listening to this podcast and maybe you're listening to this and it's finally sinking in with you or this is the seven millionth time you've heard it and you're still like, yeah, 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 I get it. Trust me, I've been that person where I'm like, yeah, 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 I've heard it a million freaking times, shut up. But hopefully this can be one, one more time that's maybe just a few more repetitions closer to you understanding that you are always protected. You are supported. You are made of like stardust and light and earth and the beautiful replication of God and the universe and the creator. And knowing that we are all from that, why are we protecting each other from one another? And again, it's so crazy because I repeat this and it almost flips my practice on its head because I'm really in love with introducing people to their spirit guides. I'm super, super in love with creating relationships. And my relationships, of course, have not stopped. I still do work and I still bring clients to connecting to their spirit guides. No doubt. That is absolutely a part of my work. It's just the philosophy has altered. It has evolved in a way that is so completely grounding and it turns it back on us. So yes, that was a big spiel, but it was an important one. So number two, it was really funny because I was hopping on to and, you know, filming an Instagram story. And I recently, if you follow me on Instagram, maybe you saw a post that was talking about, let me convince you how good it feels to connect with your intuition. And I, you know, I gave several reasons and I wanted to expand on it in my stories. And a fourth reason or another reason I kind of added that wasn't a part of the post was really about play and joy and how Being in touch with my intuition has allowed me to feel more playful with the universe. And then as I was talking, this message came through to me. And the message was, have fun with faith. And it really made me realize, and this is really obviously, like I receive these messages because I freaking need them. And I am so beyond not perfect. And I just really, really hope that these resonate with you and sit with you. But I thought this was so beautiful because I I do. Like, I still have so much fear with the unknown. I still really get in my head. I still suffer from anxious thoughts and, you know, negative self-talk when it comes to the unknown. And honestly... Not that it's necessarily unknown, but for instance, I found myself recently, a self-talk phrase I tell myself is like, you are so stupid. You are so stupid. Why would you do that? You are so freaking dumb. 
And I would say that to myself because, you know, I just like, how did I not know this? How did I not know better? I feel so silly. What did I miss? And me like going for an opportunity to speak my truth or a way to express myself, it's kind of showed up in like really ways of like opening my heart and then having it being hurt and me not seeing the true intentions of this person because I was just excited. And I really do see the best in people. But yeah, I'm still getting better at it that it's to a fault where I just like I really see the best in people and that's a beautiful thing. But then, you know, boundaries and honoring your values and listening to those teeny, 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 tiny, beautiful, hushed, intuitive messages of blah, blah, blah. And so anyways... For me, faith and uncertainty and taking risks is can be absolutely terrifying, number one, but also I just find myself getting hurt. And then I kind of get mad at myself and I'm like, God, I'm so dumb. And so anyways, it just I just make it like this grueling process sometimes. Like I make it this daunting process, but it doesn't have to be that way. And as I was talking through this, I'm like, wait, it doesn't have to be so scary. It doesn't have to be so daunting. And, you know, just, oh, have faith. Like, it's terrifying. Trust me. I do. Yes, yes, yes. I do have a beautiful, stupid amount of faith in myself and in my business. I'm still scared as hell, though. I still wake up and I'm still like, okay, what? Like, it just is what it is as an entrepreneur as a psychic medium, like, I still get nervous. And even just as a human being, I'm like, I, even today, I went to a workout class that was, like, a new, you know, new, and it was, like, you know, the description sounded really hard, and I was so anxious for it. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I doing? I'm I'm perfectly capable. I'm perfectly strong. I work out very often. I'm very, very healthy and fit. Why am I terrified of this? And then once I ended the class, I actually was like, wait, I did way better than I expected. And that felt amazing. And I'm kind of tying all these antidotes in because we need to, we as in me, and even encouragement for all of us is let's have more fun with faith. The universe wants to play with us. God wants to play with us. Not everything has to be so freaking serious. And we can make this fun. We can make this silly. We can make this full of joy. Let's have fun with faith. Let's not need to know all the answers, but it's like a surprise party. Let God, the universe, and source surprise you. Be pleasantly surprised. And even if it's the outcome at first that doesn't feel great, you know that it was the best outcome for you and your highest good. So have fun with it. Have fun with the mystery. Have fun with gratitude. Wake up and be like, what magic will I be shown today? What play can I engage in that will make faith so much more fun and so much more playful? And then you find yourself in the flow and you find yourself really enjoying it. And again, this is something I literally just kind of received like just a couple days ago. So this is something that I am now 
working on devoting to myself and or devoting myself to every single day. And it's a work in progress, but I love it. And I have sticky notes everywhere. I have it written down, but let's have fun with faith. And another one, number three, that was really, really huge for me. And it actually came through in a sweet oracle card reading from my dear, dear, dear soul sister, um, Andrea Alejandre, who I mentioned quite often <laughs> on the podcast. And I, so funny, we have been dear friends for the last two years, but we've never met in person because we met through a podcast course. Um, the hosts of Almost 30, they host like a podcast program. And Andre and I met on it two years ago, just ever since we've been at the hip. And now I've, you know, I finally had the opportunity to meet her in person, which was absolutely amazing and magical. And we went to one of my favorite cafes in Venice and we got these new Oracle cards for her friend. And I gave a reading for her friend. And then Andrea gave a reading for me. And the reading was really powerful because one of the things that came through was really shifting my perspective to fall in love with me. And it was funny because at first I'm like, well, I love me. Like, I love me, blah, blah, blah. But then think back to remember like my self-talk that I was sharing with you like you're so stupid why would you say that why would you do that why do you care so much and I'm realizing holy freaking shit the point of diving in to your awakening into unfurling yourself to God, to source, to spirit, and really remembering your true self is loving all parts of you. The messy, the chaotic, the ridiculous, the mean, the angry, the beautiful, the soft, the sensual, the kind, all of those parts of you, the parts that you're embarrassed by, the parts that you're afraid to share the parts that make you cringe, the parts that you're still confused about, the parts that you keep overcorrecting, the parts that have been criticized your whole life, loving all the parts of you. And that is really what so much of this spiritual awakening or spiritual journey is about. And then it really had me thinking, how funny and ironic it is when we dive into our spiritual awakening and practices and we really want to abandon these parts of ourselves. We really, really want to push away and burn these parts of ourselves that are not spiritual, that are not grounded, that are not in the 5D. And that's just, I'm just going to say it, excuse my friends, that's just fucking bullshit. Every single ounce of us is a part of it, is it. It makes us us. And if we think that we can just abandon and sever off a part of us, then we are not embodying and loving ourselves as we should. We are not Frankenstein. We are not 
chopping things off and putting them together and sewing it to our bodies to make it work. Yes, we are shedding and we are growing and we are evolving. And of course, it all comes with it. But the things that we're shedding are borrowed. The things that we're shedding are are not us. But sometimes the us are the things that make us, again, cringe, make us feel weird, embarrassed. Like, you know, we feel embarrassed about them. But there is no light without the shadow. The point of the shadow is to give us individuality. The point of the shadow is to bring us back to the light and the light back to our shadow. It all feeds into each other. So then I went home and I really, really wrote a list. And I'll share some of the, you know, the things I I love about myself or I'm going to start loving about myself. You know, I love the me that talks a lot. I love the me that talks loud. I love the me that overthinks. I love the me that wears her heart in her sleeve. I love the me that says a lot and can be forward. I love the me that's an open book. I love the me that gets nervous. I love the me that feels anxious. I love the me that gets angry and wants to scream. I love the me that is reactive. I love the me that is strong. I love the me that feels erotic. I love the me that giggles over puppies. Like I love all of me and I'm devoting myself now to loving all of me. And it just hit me so, so hard with how important that is for embodying our spiritual practices. And even with the work I do, especially with what I am offering with Kayla, I'm like, what the heck? That is embodiment 101. I I got to. And I'm so, so, so happy and proud of myself that I have learned this and I'm really, really taking in this lesson. And, you know, I'm now devoting myself to loving all parts of me. And yeah, there's, again, I'm sure there's going to be times where I'm like, oh God, this is so annoying. Why do I do this? But I love her because she loves me because she's wanting to protect me. We also always think that like we are against each other, that our ego is against us. Our ego is actually for us. They just need our soul the ego and the higher self. We just need each other. That's why we work together. If there was just higher self, then the higher self wouldn't be a higher self. The higher self wouldn't know any better than what it is. And the ego is what is, a. it's just, we're just all of it. We are all of it. So anyways, this has been amazing. And it, 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 has felt so flowy to share all this. And I really hope that this has resonated with you. I hope this sits well in your body. And please don't be shy. I always try to repeat this. Message me on Instagram. Email me. Leave a review. Let me know how these episodes land with you, how this episode landed with you. I would love to learn what resonates with you. And again, I love, love, love sharing my soul with you guys. I mean, this is why I do it. This is why I do the work. It's just so deeply fulfilling. And I adore you guys so, so much. 
So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, for showing up. I really, really appreciate you all. If you haven't already, make sure to follow this podcast wherever you love to listen and share this episode with someone who you believe will really benefit from it. If you are looking for ways to work with me, head to my website at themodernmedium.co and all of that information is in the show notes where you can go to my website and book discovery calls and sessions, whether it be Reiki, psychic mediumship, or a bundle of sessions, which are soul path sessions, or you could also book a discovery call for my mentorship program. And again, the doors are open for your magical as fuck. And this will be a nine-week container of pure, joyful, loving embodiment and nourishment into your magic, top to bottom. And you have two practitioners that are absolutely head over heels with your blossoming, with your journey, and here to support you. And we are so excited to work side by side and to share our wisdom. I love you guys so, so much, and I will catch you next time.